Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Jen Otero. And this is Melanie Wise. And for those of you who have been joining us this month, you know that we have been discussing uh, the topic of safe people. Um, Really, for the last three weeks, we've been talking more about just characteristics of unsafe people, um, kind of what they look like and why some of us are kind of prone to choose them in our lives. And we're going to kind of switch the discussion a little bit today and focus more on what safe people look like and how to um, identify those people, how to be those kinds of people. And, you know, I know we've said this every week, but I want to make sure that we're pointing out that Mm -hmm. all of the content and everything that we're discussing throughout this month comes straight out of the book um, by Henry Cloud and John Townsend called Safe People. This is a book that we use a lot in our program. And you know, a lot that we try to do through our podcast, really through all of our outreach initiatives, is to take what we do within our residential setting and get mm-hmm. that into the hands of people. And so we absolutely pull on the resources of people that we know and trust. And so this is one of those resources. So we want to share that with people and encourage you to not just listen to these podcasts, but actually go get the book. Yes. It's really good. You won't regret mm-hmm. it. No. That book, as well as Boundaries, which we mm-hmm. discussed in January, is also January and February, actually. Mm-hmm. Those are two books that I laugh all the time, but they're literally books that if you're a human, you need yeah, to read because sure. they just really equip us to be just healthier people and to keep an eye out for the people that are healthy in our lives. Mm-hmm. So really, we've just been discussing at length just the many important factors in identifying unsafe tendencies in ourselves as well as other people. Um, it hasn't always been an easy conversation, but our prayer is that it's been helpful to our listeners to kind of have those things in front of them so that when we have the information, we then are equipped to make different decisions in ourselves as well as the relationships that we have in our lives. And so today, I'm glad that we're kind of shifting gears yes. into the discussion on safe people and why we need them in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to walk through lots of different characteristics, but at the end of the day, a safe person and a safe relationship does three main things. Mm -hmm. Draws us closer to God. It draws us closer to other people. And it helps us to become the person that God really created us to be and everything that God created us to be. And when you think about those three things, those are drawn straight from scripture. Right. I mean, you know, the the greatest commandment is that we love God and then we are to love other people. And then, you know, in Ephesians 2.10, it talks about how we were created to do good works, works that God prepared for us in advance. Mm -hmm. And so a, a healthy relationship helps us to do all three of those things just more effectively. And so, you know, I think the truth is that we really are so greatly influenced mm-hmm. by the people that we surround ourselves with, especially those that we would consider kind of in our inner circle right. of relationships. And, you know, I think we talk about that a lot to our kids and to teenagers, like, watch out who you hang out with. You'll become like those people. But man, that is absolutely true for us as adults. I have, I can look at different seasons of my life and see that I was personally in either a really good, strong place or a place where I was kind of struggling. And I can look at the relationships that I was surrounding myself with. And I mean, they almost always correlate. So you don't really grow out of that. This right. is something that is so important for us to understand all throughout our lives. Well, I think too, Mel, in the midst of all of the discussion that we're continually having about relationship, we always want to bring it back to scripture, of course, but also just the, to the example that Jesus gave us. Because as, as believers, we always want to look back to him as a model. And so mm-hmm. the main thing that we're really going to be discussing today is just the reality that Jesus is the best example of a safe person. I mean, if yeah. 
I don't think that's new information to any of us. But if you really think about it, he is like the safest person who's ever walked the planet Earth. Mm -hmm. So what the authors did in Save People is they pulled out three main characteristics that we see in the life of Jesus that if as we position ourselves to carry that as individuals, it will cause us to be that much more safe in our relationships, as well as looking for these um, characteristics in the people that we have relationship with. So those three main characteristics are called dwelling, grace, and truth. And so we're going to spend a little time kind of outlining those. The first one is called dwelling, um, and it really refers to someone's ability to connect with us. So in the Greek, this word means to encamp or to reside. And this concept refers to the way that Jesus came. He took on flesh to be with us here on earth because we know that of course he is God in flesh but he chose to come through the womb of a woman and to come in as a baby which still blows my mind just having a baby a couple Mm. months ago like there's something about holding a baby and thinking the God the creator of the universe chose to Mm. come to us in this vulnerable state it's just unbelievable to me that that's how he chose to come but that's really what dwelling is talking about is he came to be present with us Um, it's that feeling of togetherness connectedness presence um, it's that dwelling that is in safe relationship. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the the way that I think about it is those relationships that are really connected and close and safe. You can just sit and be quiet together. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fill the space with a lot of conversation. You can just sit and just be not even watching TV or anything, just in the quiet, whether you're in the quiet driving in the car or just out, you know, chilling together. There's something about just being with someone who is safe where you feel like you are your most self, that you don't have to put on airs. You don't have to pretend to have it all together. You don't have to overthink what you're wearing or how you look, any of those types of things. Mm. That's it. That's what this dwelling is referring to, that we're just able to reside and to be with one another and to not feel like there's anything required Mm -hmm. or that we have to have it all together. We can just be. And I think that's a lot of what these authors are talking about. And if you think about the safest relationships in your life, that is totally a part of it. You're just able to be your most self. Right. I love that one. I think it's one of the things that I've said for many, many years is that I want to be the kind of person that when people come around me, mm-hmm. they just feel like they can breathe yeah, and just like let it down all of their defenses. They don't have to be anything around me. They don't have mm-hmm. to be funny. They don't have to entertain me. They don't have to be super profound all the time. I mean, they can just be. Yes. And that's been something that I think I've been journeying on myself. Like, how can I be more of that person? I think part of it is just being able to be yourself like when I can be just me and not have to feel like I have to be anyone for anybody else I feel like that allows other people to be the same when they're Mm -hmm. around me and so I feel like that's just I I love that one I connect with that one because it's one that I think about all the time I just want people to be able to just Yes. around me. <laughs> and if you know of anyone like that, yeah. how much they add to your life, like you cannot wait to just mm-hmm. be around them because mm-hmm. there's just this spirit of rest around them. Right. And often if you think about it, those people are the most sure and confident in their their identity in Christ. Yep. Like they are just comfortable in their own skin. They know that God loves them. They're in a pretty healthy place in general. And so they're able to really exude that into relationship with other people. Like I can think of a couple of people that are mm-hmm. like that. I just love to be around them because they they love who they are. Right. So therefore, I love myself that much more when I'm around mm-hmm. them. It's just awesome. You can rest when you're around them because exactly. they are at rest uh-huh. in themselves as well. I love that. It kind of leads, I think, into the next one, which is, you know, the fact that Jesus modeled grace mm-hmm. for us. So that's the second characteristic. Their second, second quality is grace. And the definition of grace is unmerited favor. Right. And I will say that this is even an area that I 
continue to learn more and more about because I think I have no problem seeing that I didn't have to earn grace on the front end, but I also don't have to earn it now. You know, you don't have to earn it on the front end or the back end. It's not (laughs) like I have to do anything to maintain grace from, from the Lord. It's always there. It can always be depended on. I don't have to repay it. Mm -hmm. And so I think understanding that when you have grace in relationships with other people, it means that there are people who are on your side, that someone is there, that someone is for you. And it really, bottom line, is the existence of unconditional love. It's accepting other people and not condemning. I I think that there's a really fine line here of not saying, this does not mean that you don't ever speak truth to other people that you're in relationship with. It doesn't mean that someone isn't willing to love you and, and give you truth when it's needed. But when that truth is given, it's not given from a place of condemnation. It's given from a place of, of real love. And so there's truth, but there's also grace. And, um, And so really, you know, it's just about being accepted for who we are and not experiencing any sort of shaming or condemnation in the relationship, really, no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you're experiencing, that those, those things are present. And I mean, really, when you think about it, any sort of relationship that requires us to be different than who we are is not going to be one that's safe. It's going to be one that ultimately hurts us and it's going to really keep us from growing. And, you know, one of the three things we talked about at the beginning is that a safe relationship helps you to grow into everything God created you to be. That's right. So if you're in a relationship where you have to be different than who God created you to be, you're never going to really be able to grow into that place. So it it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I really think that's something to be on the lookout for in relationships. Um, is, Is there grace? Am I giving grace to others? is grace being extended to me. Right. And I I think too, even just being in marriage, I mean, I can think of an argument with my husband yesterday, (laughs) honestly, where, you know, sometimes when you've been married long enough, you start to kind of get into the same old ruts and Mm. different things come up. But we actually sat down after we had a little tiff and we were like, you know what? We've grown so much. Mm. Like we extend grace to each other so much differently than we did when we first got married. And, you know, just thinking about even acknowledging those things along the way that as you grow, even in grace, you Mm. know what I mean? And recognizing as relationship becomes safer and we grow and we learn to trust, there's something to be said about it's easier to extend grace because you're receiving it and you're giving it. And it's this back and forth that is such a beautiful thing Yeah, that even in relationship as we grow and we get healthier and things like that happen, you come to a place where you're like, grace isn't as hard as maybe as, as it was before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really, really a cool thing. The third quality that the authors talk about in Safe People is truth, which of course we automatically think of G- Jesus and truth with the word of God, which Mm -hmm. is awesome thing. But what they're really talking about is how Jesus exemplified for us truth in the relationship and the way that it refers to honesty, being real with one another, living out that truth of the word of God. But it also kind of links back to what we were just saying. It's that giving of grace. It's confronting those unhealthy or hurtful behaviors when needed. Like you said, giving Mm -hmm. grace doesn't mean we just suddenly give excuse over and over and over again and let people railroad us or just, you know, run over us or any of those. It doesn't mean you don't have boundaries. It doesn't mean you're not healthy. It just means that you're willing to extend grace where it's needed. But sometimes extending grace is bringing in that truth and confronting those things when they need to be confronted, but always doing it, like you said, in a place of love. Mm -hmm. So these two link arms very, very well. But also there's some 
something to be said about safe relationships have space for others to tell us what we need to hear. Hmm. You know, often we think, well, maybe I need to confront this or what does that look like? But being a safe person is also someone who's open. Yes. And you're willing to hear. Oh, it's a little harder. Yes, it is. Willing to hear those things (laughs) that people may have to share with you. If you're really a safe person, you're open to other people's feedback. I won't even say constructive criticism because I think that's a whole nother conversation. But when there is that feedback of, hey, I'm really seeing this in your life and I love you enough to point out that this feels like maybe it's a blind spot to you Mm -hmm. or this is really impacting our relationship. And so I need to have a conversation with you, not in the heat of the moment, not when we're all fired up, but enough to say, hey, I love you and I want the best for you. So here's something I'm seeing. Let's Mm -hmm. talk this through. So being a safe person is being willing to kind of hear those things but also then following through and making some changes where they really genuinely may be needed. Um, Safe people are often, when it comes to this truth factor, they're honest about their faults with others, but also with themselves. And so there's that self-honesty place. And it says even that true safe relationships are ones in which we can speak the truth to one another and know that we will be heard and accepted is really what it comes down to. And so there's space to have these conversations and know that we're going to be heard and that change is going to be made. Mm -hmm. I think it's good that you pointed out specifically that we all have blind spots. Yes. Because I have found that I am fine to admit that I'm a sinful person, that I've got issues. I will tell you my issues, but if anybody wants to point them out to me, that's when things get a little rougher. It's like, I'm okay to acknowledge it and tell you about it, but if you're going to point something out to me, it's really hard for me. And and so I've found that especially, I mean, this is getting brought up a lot because of marriage now, mm-hmm. and I've been married now for about a year, and yep. this is where this really starts to come up, and I'm like... You know, I feel like understanding that I have blind spots, like I have to accept this fact. I have been throughout all of my life very intentional about looking at the things that I need to grow and finding the areas where, you know, I'm kind of missing the mark. Right. I've just always been very intentional about that. But I have to be okay with the fact that I have blind spots, period. No matter how hard I've worked to find my issues, I've got blind spots. And so I think... Understanding that and accepting that and being okay with that helps you to receive that from other people because if someone points something out to you or brings truth in a loving way to you, I think when you can immediately know, I've got blind spots, right. I should probably listen to this, I should be open to this and not immediately get defensive because I maybe haven't ever noticed it in myself, mm-hmm. be open to that because like you said, that makes you a safe person as well to be someone who's able to receive that. And so that's a good one and one I needed to hear again, clearly myself. (laughs) So, you know, we've talked a little bit here about these three main characteristics and these were the three characteristics of dwelling, grace, and truth, things that Jesus very clearly modeled for us in his life. But, you know, as we kind of close out the show today, let's talk a little bit about why it's even really important. I mean, I think it's, I think people would all agree like, well, of course it's important to have safe people in your life, but could they really spell out why? Like Mm -hmm. what are the very specific reasons why this is important? So let's unpack a few of those real quick. And I want to start with the first one being, um, and again, these are all brought out of the book, safe people, but this list started with fuel. So having safe people in your life really provides fuel for you and fuel for your life. And really that's about just receiving support from other people, people that we trust and people that we know really do care about us and love us. But when, when life gets hard and when there are things that come up that we have to deal with um, that are really challenging, sometimes we have to have that support network. I say sometimes we always have to have (laughs) that support network. That's going to keep us going. That's going to be, you know, they're going to be praying for us. They're going to be encouraging us. I can think of times 
times in my life where the Lord supplied me with what I needed through the body of Christ. It was actually through um, his people that he gave me the things that I needed in those different seasons of time. And so one of those things is just is fuel. Yep. The next one that they talk about is comfort, which is similar to some degree. But what they talk about is that we are not self-sufficient, that we actually cannot create comfort for ourselves. Mm. You know, you can learn to comfort yourself to some degree, but we all know that when we are lonely or struggling, there's very little that we can pull out of ourselves to create comfort. The way that the Lord has positioned that is for us to receive comfort out of relationship, out of safe relationship with other people and, of course, through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But often the Holy Spirit does that through other people. And so safe relationships provide Provide us with that place of comfort at any point that we may need it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and the next one that they talk about is strength and setting boundaries, which I think is a huge one. So often I think we can kind of get into that independent place of like, I've got this and I'm going to do it all myself. And reality is God has created us to be in relationship with other people, especially when we're in seasons that we have those relationships that we need to set boundaries in that maybe are not as safe to have safe relationships and safe people in our lives help to buffer and to come around and to position us to set those boundaries and not only to set them, but to stick to them so that those relationships that maybe aren't as safe and need some boundary setting can actually get safer Hmm. because the safe people in our lives are coming around and supporting us and helping us to really do what we need to do in setting those boundaries. Yeah, that's good. The next one is modeling. And really the idea behind this one is that we don't have anything that wasn't first given to us. Mm -hmm. Sounds very elementary, but when you think about that and the fact that really every last one of us comes from a dysfunctional family at some level, right? It is definitely varying levels, Mm -hmm. but no family is perfect. And none of us actually received everything that we needed to carry us into adulthood. We all have some sort of deficit of some sort. And so through safe relationships, God can really put people in our lives that are able to to teach us and to mentor us and to help us grow in those areas that we carry some sort of deficit from childhood. And I love that one because it's really in that way that generational health can be passed on through safe relationships, through the family of God, like that those those different areas can really be passed on from generation to generation, even if you did not receive it mm-hmm. biologically. So I, lo- I love that one just because it just points to the family of God and what that looks like. And and another one is just the fact that safe relationships, they provide rooting and grounding. And so when we are really knit together with other people in safe and healthy relationships, it gives us a st- a sense of stability in our lives. You know, I was just thinking the other day about how, man, in different seasons, things just change. Jobs change. People, you know, move. People come in. You know, family relationships change. There's marriages. There's babies. All different, you know, throughout our lives, so many different things are going to change. But when you have safe relationships in your life, they just kind of can provide some of that grounding and that centering and that stabilizing factor. And when I think about the fact that Jesus even prayed for his people that that they would be one yeah. and that they would be unified and, and just how God 
really knits people together and provides that rooting through safe relationships, um, especially when the storms of life hit. You know, definitely there are things that change different factors of our life, but then there's also just straight up storms that hit and Mm. we need kind of a centering and we need a place that's stable. And so we have that in our relationship with the Lord, but he's also given us that through relationships with other people. It's so awesome. Now, the last one we're going to hit on, of course, is love. But I will add that we did not hit on all of them that are in the book. We kind of just hit on a couple. So once again, we want to just encourage people. (laughs) If this is something that's that's really speaking to you and encouraging you, go get the book Mm -hmm. because there's so much more that they talk about that we cannot hit all on um, in a 20 minute podcast. And so the last one that we talk about that safe people bring to our lives is love, which is probably not some, it's kind of a no brainer, but when you really think about it, we learn to love in relationship. It's not something we do just in our rooms by ourselves. We just don't do that. We learn to love in relationship, the giving and the take of relationship, being able to receive love well, as well as giving it also positions to us to understand a healthy understanding of God's love, especially if you've grown up and love was contorted or wasn't the way that it really truly is it's in safe relationship that we get a real true understanding of what godly love is, what safe love is. And it's through those safe relationships, not perfect relationships, Mm -hmm. but safe relationships that we begin to understand all the more what Father God, the way that he actually loves, the way that he extends love to us. And so it's a really special thing in those safe relationships that those deficits, like you just talked about, Mel, are filled up. Mm -hmm. We have a different understanding of what true love actually is, the give and take, and even the challenges, sticking it out, whatever it may be that gives us a better understanding of the way that God actually really loves and helps us to carry it in all the different ways that we are created to do so. Mm -hmm. Well, to kind of wrap up, I think this list that we just, you know, barely started breaking down from the book, I think it's good to go back to what we said at the very, very beginning of today's show that at the end of the day, healthy relationships, they draw us closer to God. They draw us closer to other people. They help Mm -hmm. us literally fulfill the two greatest commandments. And then they help us to become everything that God created us to be. That's right. So those are all things I personally would really like to help, you know, have some growth. And so I know that for, for me, I've seen that really play out in my life. Like, I don't know how I would have, I would be where I am today without some of those safe Mm -hmm. relationships that helped me in those different areas. And so we just encourage you that as we wrap up today, you know, you might want to just kind of ask a few questions and, and we will just give you a few specifics here before we sign off. But first, are there some healthy, safe relationships that you recognize in your own life today that you can just thank the Lord for? Mm -hmm. And man, even just take a few minutes to thank those people. I think I never get tired of friends maybe just saying how much they appreciate me and how thankful they are that I'm in their life. So man, send some texts out today, send out some notes, just thanking those people in your life. Um, But then on the flip side of that, are there some unhealthy tendencies or maybe some unhealthy relationships that you kind of need to look at and that maybe you need to to start asking the Lord, what, what does it look like for me to, if needed, if needed, set some really strong boundaries in these relationships, maybe cut off ones that really mm-hmm. just need to be completely cut off. But for those that don't need to be, or that you really kind of can't, such as family relationships, right. how, what does this look like for me in these relationships that really don't look safe to me? What does it look like for me to set healthy boundaries? If you haven't listened to the podcast from January and February, please do, because right. that will help you understand what it looks like to set boundaries in a way that's loving and that sets you up well. And then finally, just what are some tendencies that maybe you've recognized in yourself? Mm-hmm. I've already <laughs> shared a few myself today of just areas that I know I need to continue to grow in so that I can be a safe 
of a person as possible for other people in my life. And so, you know, are there different strategies or different things that you need to build some support around for you to grow into a safe person yourself? Um, So those are just a few questions to kind of leave people with as we sign off today. I love that. And really, lastly, before we say goodbye today, we just want to remind our listeners that our Keys to Freedom study guide and leader guide and mentor guide all launched March 9th. And so they have been out for two weeks. And so if you have not heard of this, we encourage you to jump online at mercymultiplied.com. We have a whole rundown of it, but it is our new study guide that takes people through the seven keys that we walk all of our girls through in the program. And it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I just have to say, we're super, super stoked about it. So if you have not gotten this or have not looked into this, you need to get yourself one. Absolutely. (laughs) And if you go to the website, you can actually see the launch event that we had a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. that included Dave Ramsey, Ellie Holcomb, Nancy Alcorn. It was an awesome, awesome night. And we actually have that video posted up on our website. So you can go and watch that, get a breakdown of kind of what all this series is about. And then absolutely get yourself a copy. We are really, really, really (laughs) excited about this and so just happy that it is now getting into people's hands. Yes, that's so awesome. Well, next week we are going to wrap up this conversation on safe people. Um, Just really talking through what it looks like to become a safe person ourselves. And so we hope that you will tune in then. 